Good afternoon and good evening and perhaps even good morning, depending on where in the world you're watching me from. Thank you so much for joining me, no matter where from and from what time. Uh, I'm, of course, your gracious host, Javis Lewis, and I wasn't entirely sure if I was going to do a stream today because I've had a medical procedure done this morning. It was a colonoscopy, so routine, just to follow up on my whole cancer journey. And uh, the good news is everything is fine. So ooh, that is very, very cool. Uh, that Dr. Zomstein, my colon surgeon, has performed it himself, and he's always super happy to see me. Woohoo, indeed, Patrick! And uh, you know, it was it was one of those things. Um, they do this in the U.S. slightly different uh, than in Europe. So I was told because uh, in Europe they usually do this without anesthesia or just with a mild sedative, just so that you know you don't get any uh, any kind of you know pains or whatever when they do it but here in the US it happens under complete anesthesia so I was put under with a drug called propanol propanol I think that's the propofol there we go propofol there we go that's the one and uh, that's the stuff that literally makes you go to sleep and I find that very, very exciting stuff. It's uh, relieved pentothal of its duty about 25 years ago. And uh, now they uh, give you about 200, 250 milliliters intravenously. So I had a little intravenous line going into my hand here. And uh, then you're with 200, 250 milliliters, you're going to be asleep for about 10 to 15 minutes. So they top you up there where the procedure took about uh, 20, 30 minutes. And uh, they use the same stuff in the operating theater when they kind of open you up and you do have a fiddle on the inside and stuff and uh, that works by an, anest an anesthesiologist drip feeding the stuff into your vein at all times so it's very interesting stuff uh, and uh, it is what uh, what basically killed Michael Jackson because he found a doctor who was not responsible enough to say you can't have this without adult supervision and there we go so um, yes but uh, so hence I'm still under the influence I really don't know who I am or what, what am I talking about today so uh, that's the that's the ticket uh, but I thought I'm gonna do the stream anyway because DAS has have finally released uh, DAS Studio 4.11 to the public yesterday so it's out of beta that's very cool and one of the big things that we've already talked about is of course the iRate denoiser full support for RTX graphics cards and uh, this new thing that they put into the into the mix which is the strand based hair editor and that is what we're going to talk about today I have made a little animation with it yesterday and uh, let me see if I can find that I've just posted that on YouTube and uh, this is it here uh, it is kind of a revamp. Uh, let me see if I can, oh, that's just, that's just uh, Alt-Enter, isn't it? There we go. That is kind of a revamp of something I have made about five, six years ago with Carrara. And then Carrara also has hair animation. And this is done with just a sphere on which we have, well, our strand-based hair in geometry. And there's, you know, there's of course no documentation on this at all. So maybe it's early days yet, but maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just too positive and I'm trying to think, hey, maybe one day there will be documentation on this, uh, but maybe there won't be. So I will tell you today what I've found out so that you can all have a play with it and get started with strand-based hair. Because of course there are many, many pitfalls. So it's, um, it's one of those things. Chat is lagging behind, guys. I'm not ignoring you. It's just one of those things that my combined chat interface is kind of all over the place today. So I hope I can look at all the messages today. Uh, Julia, if you do see something that I have forgotten, please um, call it out to me and read out the question. Thank you. 
Yes, so this is, I'm going to show you how to do that. Patreon supporters will, of course, get full access to this scene. If you want to examine how I've done it and play with it yourself, you can totally do that. Um, oh, yes, there's one other thing I can, uh, I can briefly show you, which is, uh, which is this thing here. Uh, I'm going to do that. That's the one. That's this. And then we go put that on repeat. And then we go do that and that and then we go do that. This is the original hairy blue ball animation. So this is not what we're going to do today. This is from uh, several years ago. That is, I believe, on my other channel. And this is what Carrara can do with strand-based hair. So this is now uh, one of those things that is now in DAS Studio. And this is much fluffier. This took about half an hour to render on an old laptop that I had basically running for a week. And uh, yeah, so it's the same idea. It's, it's, it's a sphere and attached to it is strand-based hair that kind of simulates down. And then all I'm doing is I'm rotating the sphere around and that creates all these little things. But uh, the good thing is now we can do that with DeForce uh, if we know how it works. Let me just show you the scene briefly in DAS Studio. This is it. And this is all entirely done in DAS Studio with primitives. So there's a lot to explore. It hasn't quite worked, as you can see here, towards the end of the animation. It's kind of, you know, the thing's falling apart here. Um, not, not entirely sure what, what exactly happened there. Uh, but yeah, this is something like that we're going to do. And uh, I'll, I'll show you where to get started and how to do all that stuff. So as I said, Patreon supporters get full access to this scene and anything else that we may, you know, create today. Are you ready? Let's begin. I'm going to go and close that studio down here. I haven't changed anything, so there's no need to, you know, to do that. And there's also, I believe, my trusty old pointer focus here. So you guys can follow along what I'm actually doing. And uh, now we can finally launch the release version of Das Studio 4.11. Isn't that exciting? Which one of you have already played with strand-based hair in DAS Studio? Did you give it a go, any one of you? You can leave the beta running, Christina. The beta and the release version, they install side by side. So that's kind of, that's a very good point to bring up. Uh, usually the beta version has its complete own set of preferences. So that's good to know if you want to mess with one and want to leave the other one in place. You can have both of them installed. And as soon as DAS release another version of the beta, the beta will then update, but your release version will stay put until you choose to update that. So you can have two separate versions running. I believe if you a content creator you also have access to what's known as the publishing build and that is even further ahead of the public beta it's a little bit confusing those um, those uh, what do they call them? those names so there's a release version which is what's what everyone has access to then there's the public build which is the one that you have to purchase separately or for free from the DAS store and then you can install it side by side but then content creators also have access to the so-called publishing build and that's even further ahead and often it has features that are not available to everyone and that's so that content creators can get their stuff ready um, when like a major feature is released. Ooh. Thank you so much for hosting my stream, Julia. Very nice. So you can, I believe you can install all three versions at the same time and they will work independently from one another. And if you do that, you must also make sure that you also install the 
PostgreSQL content management system. They do work together, but it has to be installed separately because sometimes they make updates to beta versions. Just thought I'd let you know. Hey, thank you, Christina, for hosting that stream. Let's begin and have a look at where we even where we even find this um, this thing. This what's it called? The strand-based hair tool, and that is <laughs> very cool. Thank you, DreamLab. <laughs> So um, we basically the the uh, the solution to the puzzle to the undocumented puzzle lies at if if anyone has a link to the documentation please drop it in the chat please I would love to read it but I haven't found it yet um, so there we go uh, no Nejak we've just started and welcome to the stream and uh, thank you Rod for hosting my streams very exciting so the key to getting started with strand based hair is at the top menu here it says create and there's at the very end of this it says new strand based hair haha -ha. that is exciting stuff and that'll bring up an editor that poser users will be familiar with because it is literally like you know putting strand based hair on things we're going to do this on i don't believe it works actually if i do this yeah i just i need to have a node to fit it to so just clicking it won't actually do anything i'm going to go cancel and i'm going to start with a sphere like in my in my um, demo onto which we then can apply some hair. So let's do that. Let's go ahead and create a new primitive. In my case, I'm going to use a sphere. And uh, this is important to notice that. <laughs> that would be great, Patrick. Let's do that next. So uh, it's important to remember the dimensions here. This strand-based hair stuff is made for humans and the human noggin is about 25 20 25 centimeters in diameter that means if i were to apply hair to a one meter diameter sphere the length won't be enough to make it any kind of meaningful it'll only be you know so long possibly so i'm going to go and say maybe i'm going to make my sphere 20 centimeters in diameter and I'll hit accept. And there's my tiny little sphere here. Let me just zoom in on that. There we go. And now that I have something, I can go ahead and uh, I head over to create new strand based hair. And then this dialog comes up here, which says, would you like to fit this to the sphere? I can also give it a name up here. I'll just leave that as it is, strand based hair. And I'll hit accept. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we get this. And that is kind of what DAS obviously have been working on for quite some time in the background. Can I zoom in on that like so? Nah, it's just a bit uh, too big. So I'm just going to go leave it here because uh, otherwise I'm going to go and cut things off. I don't want to do that. Actually, I've got this, this button. Does that work? Nah, see, it's cut stuff off there. I'm going to leave it like this. So we have these tabs at the top here. Setup, Paint, Distribute, Style, Clump and Tweak. And those will give us many of these options to create some hair. Right now under setup, I have a list of any of the parented items that are available uh, to the selected objects. So on a character, we're going to look at that in a moment, I'll have a lot of stuff to choose from. And it's up to us to choose the right surfaces to apply hair to. So in my case, my surface only has one in my sorry my sphere only has one surface which is called the default and that's you know where we usually set up the surface properties and this is also where we're going to set up the hair groups now and anything that i select here will be orange everything else will be gray i head over to the next tab which is the paint tab and this now works with my regular viewport controls here either with these ones on the screen or i can use my the shortcuts that i've that i've set up here and this now gives me my object in black 
And now that means I can go and paint stuff on it with my brush. I've got some brush properties here on the right hand side, as in you know how big my brush is and all that. I can choose to paint with symmetry and all that. So I'll, I'll let you explore all that. That's, that's kind of here. So the idea is we paint the portion of the object that we'd like to have hair on, like so. I can cover the whole sphere. I think in my example, I've done that, but I'll just go and, you know, just go imagine this is, this is where I want um, my, my hair to grow. Also, one thing to remember is even though it's, it's called strand-based hair, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to use it just for hair. You can use it for grass, for example, or literally anything that has, that has kind of, you know, strandy type particles. So grass is a good example. If you want to cover a hill with, with grass particles, you can totally do that. Uh, once you've done that, you can, uh, I believe this is uh, to uh, add other texture sets here. I haven't really explored these options at all, but you know, this is, this is where that is. Once the group is defined, you head over to distribute, and this will now give you some guide hairs. Once again, you can move this thing around, you can zoom in, you can zoom out, and uh, these are guide hairs that will give you a little bit of an impression of how your hair is gonna look like which is kind of you know which is cool you can give it some colors here as well base color tip color those will only be available when you do this in a 3d light render so it's kind of it's a bit of a weird thing because the uh, iray render uses completely different properties so it appears you know a bit of documentation would be nicer but you know as i said if you find it do let me have it i'd love to read it so you can define that here. You can also define the thickness of the hair here. So there's the base and the tip. So hair is usually a little bit thicker at the base than it is at the tip. The tip is a bit uh, thinner, but you can make it thicker and you can make it um, uh, thinner here. I'm gonna go and leave the defaults here. So 0.1 was the tip. And uh, the distribution, that I believe that's the density up here. So that's how many hairs you want to grow. And right now I can still see there's some empty patches here. And if I crank up that density, I see that I get more hair. Now remember, more hair also means more work for the computer, especially when it comes to simulating this with DeForce. So that is, that's a whole new different ballgame. So you can make that thinner as well. You can't do anything about uh, patchiness and clumpiness and frizziness that's coming and, and styling that's coming in another tab so uh, you know oh my god can you imagine dream lab that would be so cool like you like a like a proper documenter i remember the the latest version of carrara like when i say latest version like whatever six years ago or whatever uh, carrara 8.5 that shipped with a manual from about eight years beforehand where they i think had done that um yeah I believe so, yes. You can uh, think uh, this is what the setup tab is for. I think you can then uh, create multiple surface groups and treat different groups differently. I haven't actually figured that out yet, but I think that's what it appeared to do. Um, yes, I think that is what you, what you do here, I believe. Or maybe it's slightly later. I can't quite remember, but it, it is possible. So then you have like one hair group, say for a beard, and one hair group for the top hair, for example. Or you can even have one that's separately for the like for bangs and one for the top hair, or something like that. So um, once you've done that, 
there's also all kinds of other things to show uh, surfaces, show follicles, so you can play around with that. Again, I haven't worked much of this out yet myself, um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, let's, let's keep digging and see what we can come up with. Maybe we can write the manual and then sell it to DAS. How's that for an idea? That's a good idea, isn't it? Free access to all their products for life. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, do you know what? I don't actually know that, uh, Mio. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I, can, I guess it depends on the type of hair you make. And also it depends. These are st still just guide hair. So uh, I've not really created real hair with it. I've only made my glittery ball there. Um, so yeah. In style, this is kind of, this is the interesting uh, bit now. You, you still have the same hairs, but they've now turned uh, just kind of more thinned out and they've turned blue all of a sudden. And this is kind of super interesting because you've got all these brushes up here. That's in the style tab. And this is really cool because the default one is the comb brush with which you can now make sure your hair kind of goes back. So you can literally comb this back um, and you can also do other things. You can cut the hair. So you can, uh, you can also you know, comb it up again. So be, be the hairdresser, you know, it's very, very interesting here. So if you wanted to make the hair um, kind of, you know, comb it back at the back, for example, like so, uh, but make it slightly shorter on the sides, you can totally do that. And that is done with the, like the scissors tool. So it's like, you can be literally like a, like a, um, like a hairdresser. Look at that. So you can basically cut off uh, things that you don't want to see here. I am a terrible hairdresser, by the way, so, you know, um, I'm sure Biscuits, you may have a lot of fun with this once you get going. Um, see, show us what you can do with that. Yes, yeah, same in uh, in Carrara, actually. Carrara has very similar options. So people like um, um, Phil Wilkes will be right at home with this because once you're used to these tools, the, it's probably really easy to do this. I'm, I'm sadly, I'm not. So <laughs> it's one of those things. And other thing, another thing I wanted to show you is, uh, what was this one? This one, extend curves, scale curves. There we go. Uh, you can make these uh, hair bits slightly longer with a scale curve. Very interesting. And then you can also uh, use this one here, which was the extended curve. So you can make, uh, you just, you know, just fiddle around until you have somewhat of a hair structure that you like. You can also curl them, I believe, like this. So this is how much they, uh, they kind of fall onto the head or how much they stand up can be really exciting effects and uh, all these things that once you go back to the distribute tab actually this is this is it actually you need to, go, need to go to the next one the clump tab you you get to see what this would look like with real hair so this is almost like a, you know like an 80s 80s style hair here. what a shame i haven't done it on a character hey so that's a 20 dollar deforce product right there for the dash door <laughs> one of those things so yeah this is where you do all that and um, you can also uh, curl the hair more or less Yes, and once again, play around with this and see what happens. I believe there's all kinds of other things. What is this? Haven't worked that out yet. Oh yeah, look at that. You can mark several hairs and I believe you can put them into groups so you can style different parts of the hair differently, I guess. But again, I haven't, I haven't worked out how to do that yet. I just thought I'd, I'd let you know that this is where that would be. So finally, in the clump tab, we get to clump our hair or make it frizzy so uh, let's see if we can if we can visualize this here a little bit 
So clumping one and clumping two, again, I have no idea what this means, but uh, you know, if you twiddle with these things, you can then see that things kind of clump together um, See, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking, Dream Lab. I was looking at that video as well. Uh, Emily did a video. That's very nice. It's like a five-minute video. And there's also just a one-minute video. I thought that was very inspiring to show us what the product can do. But, you know, obviously without any documentation, that's, that's difficult to, to get started. So, yeah, look, this is like as if I'm uh, putting whatever bedhead product in my, in my hair here. But there's also clumping two. And I don't know if that only works when I have clumping one active. Uh, I don't see much of a difference here. And then there's, of course, you know, there's all kinds of bias and, you know, very interesting stuff. Density, you can play with seed. I guess that's for randomization. There's just so much to play with. Look at that. My 80s hair effect's gone away now. What's happened here? Yeah, look at that. My 80s hair effect that, was, that once was there is no longer... Maybe this was, this was 50. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no. Nah. What a shame. Density. Oh, there we go. I don't actually know if what engine that is. Uh, I, it's the same kind of puzzle that I have about DeForce. Which engine, which engine they're using? I'm not sure if it's either an in-house engine that they've actually written from scratch or they've used something and licensed it. But which one that is, I, they've, they're very unforthcoming with literally anything which is a shame but yeah i'd be interested in that as well actually like the poser guys who say well hey superfly is actually the cycles rend and render engine that's you know okay good to know good to know if you're familiar with that at least you can you know so that's that then there's the tweak menu which uh, which uh, lets us uh, add a randomizer to this so i can make this now uh, instead of all hairs being exactly the same length i can add a bit of randomization in here if I wanted to do that. So zero uh, means there's no randomization and max length, if I increase that, then some hairs will get shorter. That's cool. There's also scraggle and frizz. So let's have a look at what that does. So strength here on scraggle means they get a little bit more, uh, it's kind of, you know, uh, curvy, I guess, in places. Scraggle two, I guess, does exactly the same. It is almost the same as what I find with frizz. So frizz is the, th the third option that we have. So that's, you know, frizzy hair weather here, there. And if you find this is a little bit too edgy here right now, that what frizz introduces here, um, you can probably, I haven't tried this out yet, but you can probably add subdivision surface modifier and then that'll smooth all that out. I know, it's crazy, huh? <laughs> so with all that said uh, we can just hit accept at the bottom and that is now applying the hair prop to what we've just created there but it looks a little bit different now in this view than it did in the other view. And that is because here's the kind of, it's the, it's the thing. Uh, if we were to try and render this with iRay, and I'm just going to go and leave the default settings there, always sees this. And that's, that's, not really, that's not really nice. So um, it's kind of bizarre. Where's my density gone? It doesn't even look like the preview. So that's, you know, I'm sure there's a reason for that. Uh, we can try and just quickly rendering this with uh, 3D Lite because I think there was one of those um, 
options, whoops, sorry, one of those uh, hair color options had to do something with 3D light. So it may be that in 3D light, we're getting a very different result. Look at that. Um, so this is more like what I had set up, I guess. I mean, not that it looks any, not that it looks great, but now we see different colors. Now we actually see uh, different hair. Let me go and zoom in there a little bit so we can uh, just get a bit of a better view of the, of the hair here in 3D light. There we go. So Gary Baldi, guys, uh, clue me in here. I'm not entirely sure if I'm familiar with that. Is that a hair engine? Is that like an open source hair engine? I have no idea. I've never heard of it. Uh, let me know what that is. That'd be good to, good to know. So, um, but uh, back to the problem at hand. How do we get this to render in iRay? So, haha, uh, that's where, well, actually, before we, before we worry about that, if I wanted to make a change to this thing, how do I get back into this? Do I double click that? Do I maybe right click that? Does anything come here, come up here that would let me do that? Uh, is there anything on the surfaces tab? Is there anything on the parameters tab? No, actually, you do this totally different. You select it in the scene tab or in the scene, and then you head over to edit. And now you have these two options here, edit strand-based hair and edit strand-based hair basic. So those are the two ways that you can edit it. Both bring up the same dialog editor this one will bring up the same thing that we had before so where you can basically start from scratch you can add to the groups you can subtract from them you can change the styling and so forth you can do that or if you get out of this and use the other one edit strand based hair basic then you get a slightly abbreviated version of the same dialog that only brings up the style so I think what I would like ideally is something like a shortcut to literally go there or to the other dialogue. I don't really mind. You can probably set this up as a keyboard shortcut or map it on your stream deck or whatever you want to do, uh, but it's not there by default from what I understand. Speaking of default, if I just cancel out of this, there's one thing I just wanted to uh, absolutely mention to you. If you do get any new version of Das Studio, no matter which version it is, this one is as good a new version as any, head over to the very top here. And once you've installed it, head over to Window, Workspace, Update and Merge Menus. That's really important because if they've introduced things into your workspace and you have a custom workspace then that menu item may not show up so that's one thing absolutely remember that it's a good idea after every upgrade to just hit that option so window workspace update and merge menu is very important and then things that they may have hidden in like under create you had the create menu but you didn't see the sub menu create strand based hair that will then come up it'll just be kind of merged in they're usually updating the default workspaces, but if you make any modifications to that, uh, that won't be pulled in. So keep that in mind. Very important. So um, how do we get this iRay thing going then? Well, there's another thing. Once, once you select strand-based hair, you can head over to the parameters tab 
And uh, this is where you see many of the options for anything that's selected in the scene, of course, like translation, rotation, scale. You have the MISC, like the fit to thing, but you also have other things like, you know, wearable, unparent, unload. Don't know what that does, I'm afraid. But the one that's important for IRA is line tessellation. So right now, this, uh, this here at the top render line tessellation sides actually creates the geometry for the IRA hair. So right now it's set to three, which will be kind of a, a kind of a, a triangular cylinder this is what that creates and then going upwards but we currently don't see it yet because we need to switch this on we need to see uh, the preview the um, the preview hair so when we switch that on then we can see that the uh, guide hairs have gone away and now we see the actual geometry that's being created there so very exciting and now uh, so I can just you know if I switch that off and I go back to this it's easier on the viewport and if I switch that on then uh, that's kind of heavier on the viewport of course and on the whole computer resources but it also means we now get to see what a hair actually looks like so I can see that this is probably not as dense as I want it to be and you know maybe the hair needs to be thicker and of course there's no material applied to it and we're going to cover all that uh, perhaps in another video but for now if I go ahead and render this in iRay then I can actually see that this is this is hair you know this is, this is cool this is it's very fine a lot of geometry going on here there's just no material on it yet um, yes, but uh, that's that's how you can begin playing around with it. If you make the hair thicker in the editor, then as a result, the the actual um, everything becomes thicker here. So uh, maybe we can maybe we can we can visualize that by uh, once again selecting this thing. Uh, I know, Christina. I don't know what's uh, what's happening. I don't know why the messages aren't relaying. I don't see them in my combined interface either. I only see the YouTube ones, but it doesn't seem to relay them to Mixer, which is a shame. I don't know why that's not happening. Yeah, some some work and some don't. It's kind of, it's really crazy. Relay mode. I'm gonna go and yeah, it is it is switched on. It's just you know. Yeah, how about the how about the overlay? Do they still show in the overlay? Well, that's uh, we can only see uh, that if we're putting something in here. No, not the overlay is also not showing those messages anymore. That's kind of crazy, isn't it? Well, let me go and uh, reboot the restream chat. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> Just you know, trying out all kinds of things here. Maybe that'll work. Technology at its finest. Does that work? No, that doesn't work either. Ha! Huh. Oh, okay. Excellent. See what a simple reboot can do? Have you plugged it in, sir? Oh, totally forgot about that. Yeah, so maybe, you know, keep an eye on the mixer chat, folks. So, um, in order, what was I, I going to say? Oh, yes, make the hair a bit thicker so that it looks maybe like, uh, like what I did in my, uh, in my um, uh, ball simulation. I made it really thick, and that is interesting to see how we can then apply an actual material to those hairs. Uh, that'll be interesting for uh, hair creators. So let's go and go back in and edit the strand base hair and see if we can just make it thicker, see if it, see if it works. Yeah, indeed, it's working now. Mr. Narrator, I like it. With the Scottish accent. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, maybe next time. So that's under distribute, was it? Yeah, there we go. Base and tip. There we go. So let me make the tip 
maybe 0.5 and see what happens then. I don't see a difference in here. Maybe I need to accept it. And look at that. So I can see a little bit of a difference now, but not as much as in my hairball, for which, sadly, I've forgotten the settings. Good thing I've saved the scene file. Let's go and, uh, and go back to distribute. And I think it was something around the line of five. Maybe it was uh, one and five or five and five even. Oh, yeah, one and five. Let's try that. There we go. That's interesting. So now we can see this is something like a very different effect. It's not even um, hair anymore, uh, but it's like literally all kinds of hollow triangular cylinders. And if you zoom in really closely, you can actually see that if I go and increase the render line tessellation sides to something, so I can either make that uh, two, in which case this will be now flat, that'll be easy on the geometry, but it'll give you, they'll give clothing creators, hair creators, wider um, strands of hair that you can then texture so you can get away with a lesser density if you just texture hair as usual so that's that's a that's a cool one to remember uh, three that's kind of the minimum kind of um, 3d shape that you can get away with but you can crank it up to something much higher than that and once again you can apply a subdivision surface modifier to this but again that'll that'll really create that'll really increase the um, the that'll be a resource draw on your computer is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there we go. So I'm doing this because I wanted to show you how materials affect this. I mean, that looks, looks kind of cool, doesn't it? I must say, I'm very, very impressed how that looks already. Very cool. So materials, we can, we can apply them just via the surfaces tab. And uh, let's, let's head over there with the strand-based hair selected we see two types of surfaces here. We can see the default surface and we can also see strand-based hair parameters. So these are now uh, separate from the default surface. So I believe, and this is just a theory, don't quote me on this, I think the default here is pretty much what you see on a primitive. It's, it's the default surface of an uh, unmapped, un-UV mapped object here. And I think that is what Daz Studio is creating here with all these, uh, with all these um, hair strands. So each of them is, will get the same, uh, will get the same kind of default mapping. Iray properties are set up. So if we were to go onto base, and we override the base color with uh, something like a color grid. I happen to have one here on my desktop here. This one, color grid. If we just go and open that, then you can see how materials affect the geometry. So uh, let's zoom in there and you can see that this is basically the, the regular uh, color grid that Blender gives you. It's just a, it's just a square image in which, you have, uh, in which you have these kind of fields with letters and numbers on it. So that means that if uh, hair creators want to create hair materials, uh, you can probably apply them like that. I haven't tried it, but I happen to have one of Biscuit's Patreon freebies, and uh, that is uh, something I can apply. I haven't tried that yet here. This is what the, what the color grid looks like, and it looks like we can see from the bottom here, we can see all the threes and the sixes. So I suppose, I don't know, I can't see any, any fours and ones and twos, so I suppose that's that's the part of the map that's being used. So you can figure out uh, what part is being used for a shader there. Uh, yes, because it's all about investigation, isn't it? <laughs> so if I go and browse to uh, one of Biscuit's 
just ham mats. I believe that is over. Hello to Holland, by the way, Biscuits. How are you doing well? I've downloaded this earlier and um, that was from the... Was it an OBJC? There we go. Blonde, that's right, the blonde hair mats here. If I just apply that, then I, I'm hoping that I'm getting kind of cuts out of this whole mat here. Let's see if it works. And look at that. Yes, it does. That's very exciting. So that actually now looks almost like hair, doesn't it? That is actually very exciting. I hadn't expected this to come out like this at all, but I'm glad we've tried this little experiment. <laughs> so I suppose also now looking at the geometry, I think what would also make sense is actually to, uh, like the default settings are, set something up that's, uh, that's slightly thicker on the base and then thinner on the top so that all these little cylinders here are closed. Mine are now um, more wide at the top, so they look like kind of, you know, um, funnels almost. So I suppose if you make them thinner at the top, they kind of, they close up more. But I kind of like this effect. I'm, I'm digging this, man. This is good. It's very cool. So um, the other tab here, the other one under the surfaces tab, the strand-based hair tab, I think these are the colors of the guide hairs that you can see. I think they show up in 3D light, but don't quote me on this. It's, it's, I'm, I'm just guessing here. I think that's what it is. So this needs further investigation here. The whole, uh, this whole tab here, the, the second surface that we have on strand-based hair. Very cool. Glad to have you, Bradford. Awesome. Yes, we've just got the chat working. It's kind of, you know, multi-streaming to several platforms. And sometimes the chat gets um, funny about where it shows what messages. So I'm hoping you see all the Mixer messages and Mixer folks see all the, uh, all the YouTube messages. So, but there we go. We can see your messages. So that's, that's awesome. So um, let's stick with this and uh, let's just see what this looks like in iRay. We can even paint this guy's face, can't we? It's blonde. How exciting. Should we do real render? Let's do real render, actually, rather than the preview render uh, uh, in iRay. Let's try that. And the default lighting, of course. Yeah, I guess it needs a little bit of work. <laughs> Yeah, I think it needs a little bit of work. But you know, with uh, with somebody who knows how to set up uh, textures, you can now that is how you can how you can create your own uh, texture maps on strand-based hair. So that's that's good to know. That's very good to know. And the principle we're going to look at how to apply this to a character in a moment too. I just wanted to once this render is finished here, oh, it doesn't even have to let it finish. I wanted to show you how deforce fits into the picture. So um, uh, deforce can be used with strand-based hair, but it needs to be used in just the same way as you apply deforce to anything. So the, once you've switched on these line tessellations, once you see this geometry, then you can apply the uh, dynamic surface modifier that the deforce dynamic surface and then you can simulate this thing yeah let's not wait for the render to finish it didn't look that great so frank shaw how you doing glad to have you my god you you're multiplying in numbers my friends i really appreciate that very cool very good to see you all very nice 
So um, I'm going to switch this back to the texture shaded view here. And let me just go back to the parameters tab. And this option here, preview PR hairs, that is not switched on by default. If I were to switch this off, then you can see that all these hairs turn back into those types of guide hairs. So with the strand-based hair selected on my simulation settings tab, if I head over and add a dynamic surface here, I can either do that from the context menu or I can go over here and, uh, and I believe it's under, is it uh, create? I've already forgotten where that is now. Is that where that is? I'm so used to using this other thing. Yes, let's, let's just use this one. You, you guys probably know better where it is than I do. So under Deforce Dynamic Surface, if I were to do this, I'm getting an error message which says uh, th there's an error occurred and uh, that's because I haven't got anything to add this thing to, which means I don't have geometry to apply this dynamic surface to. And if you get that error, then that usually means you haven't switched the preview hairs on. So I found that if I switch the preview hairs on here, and uh, then my, my kind of real hair comes back into play. If I try the same thing again, deforce, add deforce modifier, then that is successful. And I can now go ahead and actually maybe go save that scene, just, you know, being safe rather than sorry. stream and we'll kind of call it before simulation perhaps just so that anything should anything goes wrong god forbid we have a place to go back to let me try and simulate this in the same place so I'll go and uh, head over here to um, the current frames uh, frames to simulate current frame I'll leave it on that and then I'll hit that big blue simulate button well, let's see what happens First, it goes and creates these springs there for every type of hair. So this could take a while. And once it's done that, it'll simulate that for 30 frames. So I believe uh, depending on how much geometry you have, you will have a faster or a shorter result. So um, that is one drawback that I found that with really dense geometry, this is a bit of a, a bummer on the time there, I must say. So this is going to take much longer than I had expected. But the good thing is it gives me a little bit of time to, um, uh, to catch up on the messages. There we go. Yes, I think that is one thing that they do need to sort out, speed in, uh, in anything deforce. I don't know. It's, it looks to me as if this is using single cores or single threads and like 95% of your computer resources are just going... Mm -hmm. And, you know, rather than being utilized properly, maybe th there's probably a reason for that. I'm not, I'm not blaming the developers there. I'm just thinking, you know, there's uh, other engines can do this much, much faster. So, yeah. Yes, we have a uh, huge bad weather here. It's just kind of getting darker and darker. Uh, and it's also thundering out there. So, yes. but we love it. It's nice every once in a while. <laughs> Unless you're caught in it, that's not so good then. Uh, what do you think? Shall we, shall we let this go? I mean, uh, we can just uh, start with another object and make that slightly less 
intense in regards to uh, geometry because it's going to take like you know 20 minutes without anything happening yeah perhaps we're just gonna maybe it's gonna go and uh and close this down what do you think yeah i think well let's do that if i'm allowed to do that that's the other thing i guess the answer is no so uh, let's go and uh, get my my friend the task manager out Usually I do control alt delete but since I have a Mac keyboard I don't have a delete key anymore I have a backspace key with no option to press the delete key that's kind of you know twitch it's one of those things I'm going to go and end this task yeah that would be awesome control alt delete the only way to stop this mess from happening so it is a free application folks what are we complaining about let's think positive and rejoice about all the things that it does give us rather than lament the things that it does not Suspended is a good start, Windows. Let's also quit this thing. Awesome. Glad I've saved the scene. So I'll include the scene in the Patreon freebies anyway, no problem. But um, now that we kind of know the principle, let's try and put hair on a person maybe. Let me go switch this over to smooth shaded so that we don't get into trouble for nudity and grab a figure, perhaps uh, perhaps Bethany. Let's Let's use Bethany. We can use anybody. You can use the mouse and give him extra extra hair. You can, you know, you can give Michael seven or eight uh, additional chest hair and all that. I'm going to put some clothes onto Bethany as well, just in case. Um, we had the Andromeda suit last time. Maybe tomorrow clothing. That's a cool idea. Let's do that. Tomorrow outfit. Awesome. That's it. That doesn't, that doesn't look healthy to me. Somebody seriously needs to fix the breast fitting on here. But hey, that's besides the point. We're worrying about your hair, love. That's that's all we're interested in. There we go. Oh, are we not finished yet? Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's what she's saying. There we go. Perfect. Give me some hair. So with the character, it's slightly different. So we also just go and select the whole figure. Uh, but now we, so rather than selecting the head, you can just select the whole figure because uh, you'll be able to drill down what you want to put hair on in a moment. So you head over here to uh, create, once again, new strand-based hair. Very exciting. And uh, now you get, to, uh, you get to put this, this is just basically where do you want to parent this to. Uh, I want to pair this to the figure, that's cool. I'm going to go hit accept. And then my wonderful editor comes up again. And this is now where I can see all the surfaces on the body. So I can now go and uh, tick the top thing and that'll basically select every surface. So now I could draw on every surface, you know, hairy eyeballs and all that, but we don't, perhaps we don't really want to do that. So let me just go and untick that again and say, so you'd imagine it's the head, but of course we don't find head in here we have face and face you can select that and you don't really want hair on the face now do you but uh, that's something you have to do because otherwise you won't be able to paint hair on this part of her head so go easy on the face and on the on the cheeks here we don't want hairy cheeks but the rest of the figure we still can't paint anything on and that's because that is uh, governed by the torso so you have to select the torso to enable the back part of her head that probably gives Daz ideas of what to do in the next generation of Genesis, Genesis 9, if that's what it'll be called, uh, that may have uh, a different UV set that'll just cover the hair group a little bit better, I would imagine, because we don't really need to 
um, select the whole surface to to be able to paint hair just on this uh, top little pit here. But that's that's just how the how this current figure is designed. So there we go. Yes, it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I don't know why. One of those things. Now here we see this object. Now this is basically everything that we can paint on, and uh, that's all the groups kind of combined that we've selected in the in the front there. And now we can go a, a painting basically. Let me try this symmetry feature out. I don't think I've played with that yet. Uh, U and V. So what's U? What's V? Let's let's try U and see what happens. Yep. Look at that. U kind of works fine. kind of what I want to do. Is this where the human hairline ends? Kind of somewhere here. Yes, isn't it? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you can of course go much more detailed, but I think maybe give it a little bit more hair up, up the top here. And perhaps this is slightly more Yeah, something like that. Maybe. There. Yeah, what do you think? It's kind of a human scalp type painting, isn't it? There. So distribute. Nice. I'm done already. This is great. I think this is a, this is a new hair product in my Renderosity store. It's going to be great. I think maybe I'll just add a few more hairs at the bottom here. So let me just go and and extend that to the to the back here. It's something like that. Yeah, I think that looks a little bit more natural. Yeah like the eyeless approach, eyeless and earless approach. That's you know, kind of scary. Nightmares right there. So uh, I'm going to perhaps leave the tip and base at the default right now and just go, go with default for most of this. Um, and I would like for this to be just a bit longer, but not everywhere. So I'd like the sides to be, you know, fairly short. Um, or maybe just comb to the back. Maybe I'll just try that. Let's go and try combing everything to the back. So first question that I have, of course, what happens to my symmetry? Is that still active? No, excellent. Can I switch it on again? Be kind of nice to be able to do that. But uh, I guess we can't have everything. Isn't it? Global settings. Pass, I'm afraid, what global settings are not entirely sure what they are so we have to just do this you know on either side and just comb her hair back a little bit like so there you go sweetie looking handsome already I think we can I'm just gonna do this <laughs> as as good as I can and then I'll see if I can use one of the other secret brushes here to make the hair kind of lift up from the scalp and give it a bit of um, you know, volume, that's right. I feel like I'm Vidal Sassoon, you know. It's good, good stuff. So, as you can see, hours of fun already here. I have no idea what I'm doing, so, you know, it'll get you started from Hellraiser. Eh? I'm telling you, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm excited to make my first uh, kind of garden outdoors. That's gonna be cool with, you know, strand-based grass type thing. Okay, that looks, you know. So this is weird. You do one thing and then you undo it with the, with the next struggle. Let's see how I, can, how I can bring this up again. Is this, this one scale curves? 
Let's try. Oh, there we go. Very cool. This is like 1984. It's good stuff. And then this is. Oh, yeah, there we go. Make that longer. That's cool. I like the little scraggly bits here. That's cool. And now I guess I can go back to the comb and say, yeah, look at that. Hours of fun. Maybe I should rename this video to Create Great Hair with Das Studio. What does this do? Oh, look at that. Very cool. Awesome. What does this do? That does the kind of... Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Now we're back to... Oh, look at that. Very cool. There. Nice. Should, should we cut bits off? Oh, do you know um, where you said uh, a flock of seagulls? I was attacked up by Purdy Harbor the other day uh, from a crow. I was cycling up with my bike and there was a crow that just kind of, I had a bit longer hair at that point and a crow came flying in and just went, and then he just went and napped at my hair. The group of tourists were standing right beside me and saw that. And I said to them, did you see that? And their kids were like slurping ice cream and they go, daddy, daddy, that man's being attacked by a crow. It's very, very funny stuff. So uh, let's do a bit of, uh, perhaps a bit of clumping here. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, let's clump it. Clump it some more. I don't know. No, let's just, just go with clumping one. And my personal favorite, let's make it, let's add random length to it. And a bit of frizz. It's frizzy hair weather after all. Okay. Um, I don't know how that's going to behave in, <laughs> in D4s. I think so. You can add hair to any object in the scene. It's very cool. You basically select the, the object and then you select what surface area you want to add hair to. You paint the surface area and then you grow hair on it. So that's kind of cool. So in that respect, you can grow hair on... Uh, there we go. Bethany, looking lovely. Therefore, you can grow grass on a plane, for example. That'll be, that'll be kind of cool. So just like before, uh, if we were to try a hand at D-Force with this, uh, let's, let's save this first before I mess anything up. I'm going to call it my first hair. Woo! Exciting. So with strand-based hair selected, under the parameters tab, let's have a look at line tessellation. Do you know, we're in Miami Beach, man. This is 1984 all the time. That's probably where my inspiration comes from. <laughs> Let's click Preview PR Hairs and hope for the best. There we go. That's the wispy look right there. Does look a little bit scary. Let's, uh, let's worry about um, materials in a moment, but let's see what happens if we go and try and simulate this. So we're strand-based hair selected, D4s. Yeah, absolutely, Christina. It's going to be hours of fun, hours of fun. And now, let's see what happens when we click that big bad blue simulate button. Oh, good. It takes just as long. That's exciting, isn't it? So, uh, yes. Perhaps I should have reduced the density down quite a bit. That would have, that would have probably been the answer, right? Me too, Dreamlab. Absolutely. It's partly why we moved here, because I played that game in 2000. 
No, it wasn't, but... Yes, yeah, so um, let's do the Control-Alt-Delete trick again, or my Mac keyboard on a Windows PC equivalent there. And use my friend the Task Manager. So I'm going to go and just reload that scene, drag the density of the hair right down. I think when I was, when I was playing with the ball uh, earlier, Oh, well, not, not earlier, like yesterday. It's literally, I had, a, I had three different types of densities running on three different computers. And uh, one of them literally took two and a half hours to render. And he wasn't even halfway done with 120 frames. And I was thinking, yeah, dude, we're going to use a lower density there. And that really solved the problem. My first hair. There we go. Let's do that. I think my first hurdle also when I was... Uh, it, it 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 did a little bit, but uh, you know we've got good air conditioning. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for your concern, Patrick. <laughs> the first hurdle that I had when I when I started playing with this yesterday is how do I edit these things? So I'm really glad they added this option here. I thought what you had to do is basically delete it and start from scratch, but that you know was <laughs> I'm glad they they didn't do that. So edit strand-based hair. But when they're all rendering, so if they if I have them all uh, on a on a render, then it does really get hot. Distribution density. So let's drag that down to. Let's let's use one, for the sake of argument here. I see style looks still the same. So you know, you still have great hair, Bethany. Uh, line tessellation on. Bing. Looking at that wispy there, Bethany. But it's not really an issue because, you know, once we figured out the deforce thing, uh, we can play around with uh, making the geometry larger. And then we'll see, you know, if that, if that has a, a beneficial effect to it. So uh, I forgot if we've added that already. Dynamic surface. And simulate. Oh, good. So this only will take one minute. That's you know that's not bad. So that's with with a with a lower density there. Good to know. Oh, that looks nice. Me as a cutout on Bethany's hair. That's that's kind of scary. We need to get her over that there. Ah, much better. <laughs> oh yes, Subnautica. By the way. Don't forget to join me tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another round of Subnautica. I can't wait. Can you? It's going to be great. It's going to be really, really cool. By the way, we had to ban the guy from Mixer. Yeah, Metal Learner. I'm afraid we had to ban him. It was a group decision. Metal Learner, in case you're watching, we just felt as a group that you were just a little um, disruptive to our chat when we were playing abduction abduction and we were thinking mm, yeah so sorry about that it's nothing personal it's just you know yes the crab shack we're going to visit the crab shack again exactly 500 meters below the sea Oh yes, shall we do some? Shall we? Well, tell you what, this is such a great hair prop. One of you lucky people can name the hair prop, and uh, we're going to determine the winner by a giveaway. That's very exciting. So come up with funky names, and we're going to go and give you a giveaway. 
Let's do the thing. Giveaway. Usually the restream bot wins, but you know, if that happens, we're gonna just do another giveaway. Let's try this. Okay, giveaway in three, two, one. Alien, woohoo, that is cool. Alien, remind me, are you on Mixer or on YouTube? Or are you watching on both? Because, you know, it, I think, ah, oh, I see, this is why the restream bot could, uh, not the restream bot, the giveaway bot could pick you. How exciting. Here comes the hair, by the way. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I find, I find that as well. Once we discovered Mixer, it was just absolutely cool. Yeah, I'm going to apply one of Biscuit's hair mats uh, in a moment. Those are the, the, some of those types of mats come with many of Biscuit's hair products from Renderosity. The one, the particular one that I'm using, comes with uh, comes from a freebie package that she made for her Patreon supporters. Uh, she makes uh, lots of funky little um, uh, giveaways, uh, plant pots, and everything. It's very very cool. Hey, thank you, Bradford. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for your super chat donation. That is so cool. I didn't hear that. See, this is why I need to... My speaker goes to sleep when he doesn't hear anything for 10 minutes. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. So yes, uh, Biscuits has uh, these little freebie packages and uh, I'm going to apply a hair mat in a moment. So that, of course, looks terrible. Absolutely terrible. And that is probably because it just rendered the animation to the very sweetie. That, that you do not, you do not look fashionable. Gotta say, uh, that is because um, it it rendered like DeForce is. It rendered the whole animation for that frame. So uh, that may not be what we want. So what I can do here is uh, head over and totally render that again. Uh, hopefully we don't have to put the springs into the hair, we can just re-render the animation. What I can do is on, uh, on YouTube here, on YouTube, on simulation, uh, I can put, uh, instead of frames to simulate current frame, I can use use timeline play range. And that by default is 30 frames. If I do that, it has rendered 30 frames, but it doesn't allow me to go back. So if I do this now and hit simulate with a bit of luck, Oh, good, it needs to do that again. Awesome. We need another giveaway then, I guess. Once it's done that, it'll remember every frame that it simulates. So it allows me to scroll through my timeline and then just you know, pick, a, pick a better frame. Ira, yeah, I can do that. I'm gonna leave the. Let me do this uh, this this render thing, and we'll we'll see what that looks like in Ira, because I think that with the hair just simulating a little bit, I think with proper materials applied and just perhaps with thicker hair, this may well look you know much better. So we'll see. It could well be. It's it could well be. It's a very. It's, it's my favorite part of these procedures, by the way. It's just so cool because there's there's less than five seconds in which you can still talk to the anesthesiologist, and then it's literally count back from ten. Oh yeah, sure. It, uh, and you're done. It's 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 that fast. So today I made a conscious effort to try and pinpoint what stages are happening when it just happens so fast. It literally gets a little cold, and you just drift off, and then you're out. But then the next second, you wake up in another room and it's an hour later and that's crazy stuff. I love that. 
I think so too, biscuits. I think they'll flow so much better, especially if you make the hairs wider. So just live with the open things. Even if, uh, especially like render line tessellation sides, I think two is a good idea. And then have a lot less density and just wider segments and then apply material. I think that'll, that'll, just, be, that'll just be the ticket, especially if you apply the... Um, like the diffuse map the what's it called here the, the, the regular the, like the diffuse map and then add a transparency map to it i think that'll be you'll be you'll, it'll just be so much better i think once we come to terms with what the best settings are to deal with this type of thing we'll be able to do animations and all that stuff that das hint at but never tell us how to do properly hmm. it's one of those things well one day we will figure it out as well It just looks so droopy, doesn't it? It looks terrible. Maybe we should have had a wind note from the front so that the hair gets kind of blown back. I suppose the idea with the hair tools is that you're supposed to comb it into place the way you want it and then not use D-Force. I think that's the idea. But, you know, it's one of those things. We're still tapping in the dark here. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I should call it... That. That's, that's a good title for the video. The Disorientation of Strand-Based Hair in that studio yeah by the way do i have these videos open no i don't actually what a shame i was going to post this in the chat the uh, das video to strand based hair and emily's video i may put that in the description later then once i found out you need more hair but then you, you're talking hours of simulation time but also if you do that and then you come up with a funky uh, hair product and then just freeze the animation perhaps then you know you can go and just leave it there so that doesn't look so bad on frame 5 it still looks bad you know don't get me wrong it doesn't look great but um yeah that looks that looks a little bit better you can probably i don't know how you can you can probably turn this thing into an actual object and then just uh, lift it up a bit add a hair cap that sort of thing I wonder what happens if we just go and, and save this before I do anything drastic here. So my, my first hair one, I'll call it. Uh, if I can now change the render line tessellation now that it's simulated, that'd be kind of kind of interesting to see. If we now change this to two, does that work? No, it, uh, it doesn't. I'd have to simulate it again. That's a, that's a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, so careful with those simulations there, I guess. Yeah, I I say let's uh, let's delete this strand-based disaster here, and try it one more time with with like I what like I explained a minute ago with uh, with um, a little wider hair and a lot less density. Thank you so much, Nicola Bridgman, for following me. I appreciate that. Very exciting. Glad to have you with us. We're talking, of, of course, about strand-based hair and how to get started with it. This was not supposed to be a tutorial of how to use it, but we just kind of slipped into it. We're still all tapping in the dark how to use this new feature in Das Studio 4.11. And we learn by repetition, so if we do this more and more, eventually we'll get there. Also allows me to perfect my scalp painting techniques here. What's this about here? There we go, perfect. Further down. Oh, that's, that brings up another interesting question. How do I 
once I'm painting away here, how do I remove um, this? If I paint it a little bit too much, how do I remove it? Like, you know, if I've done this, what do I do then? Biscuits, thank you so much for your super chat donation. Thank you so much, that's exciting. I wonder if it's as simple as holding down a key, no. Of course not. No, that's the wrong key anyway. So uh, maybe control. No, of course not. Don't be, don't be ridiculous. How do we subtract from our painting? Shift perhaps? Nope. Shift doesn't do that. Alt, alt. Actually, I've mapped alt to something else, haven't I? So, <laughs> yes, alt is actually my modifier key. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that, should I? Uh, yes. Alt plus mouse. Yeah, alt plus mouse kind of moves my moves my thing around here that is not so good uh delete oh there we go that shouldn't have done that either hmm that's crazy maybe i should start again let me go and cancel out of this <laughs> delete that yes it is probably me having remapped my modifiers to um to something else alt is probably it yeah okay let me okay let me let me, let me talk you through it if it's workspace uh customize i've set up alt and left mouse button to orbit around this thing so if we were to find the correct shortcut key here if you haven't remapped this you're probably going to be okay dreamlab thank you so much that is very exciting thank you for your super exciting super chat donation that is that is really I really appreciate that guys. Very nice of you guys. Yes, I think there's a shortcut there and I've just overwritten it with something else. So um yeah, sorry about that. We're just gonna go start again with a with a good old fashioned strand based hair. And then we'll just be a little bit more careful how we pick how we paint those groups, I guess. Torso face. The more we do it, the quicker we get it. Oh man, see that? undo works so that's that's good to know so uh symmetry you you me everybody no we don't i think in emily's video she explains how to make a hairy chest on the michael character they had i think one of the most oh no so it was our old look at that so i alt sometimes works just not always Yes, that was it, that was it. So if I go, so if I hold down Alt and then do this, then my figure moves. But if I start painting and then hold down Alt afterwards, then it subtracts. Ah, right, right. See, now it's coming back to me. This is, this is what happened before. And I've decided, yeah, it's close enough. I'm gonna live with that. Painting is important because sometimes when you go and when you rig something, you sometimes have to paint, well, sometimes you always have to paint uh, maps of where you want the geometry not to bend. Yeah, we're just going to live with that. That's cool. Brush value. Yes, I wonder what that does. Oh, yeah. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much, Christina. Very cool. 100% paints 100%, 0% paints 0%. 
No shortcut modifier key required. Very cool. And then I suppose this is where alt value then means that is what happens when I press the alt key. So if I wanted my alt value not to be zero, if I wanted that to be, I don't know, 60, then I guess I can paint and then do this and then that paints it in with 60, right? Look at that. See, together we're just unstoppable. Radius fall of spacing. See, this is, this is cool. This is why it's good to, to come together on this and see, let's figure this thing out together. Very cool. Shall we try it out? Maybe we'll just go and try it out here with an, uh, kind of a let's let's do 50% on the sides just so that we that we find out what that does. That's a very very good question. So just here, we just go with 50% and just just for a laugh, see how that. It's not going to be a masterpiece anyway, but you know, let's 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 see what that does. That'd be very interesting to know. So density, we tried one before, didn't we? Yeah, it could be bald, or it could be that it just basically thins out the density on those parts. Can we see that here? No, see on, the, on this preview, we don't actually get to see that it makes a difference there. So last time, I think we had a density of, uh, of one, right? And that still took quite some time. So let's use, uh, let's use 0.2 looks very crazy doesn't it uh, but more importantly we now need to make the tip much bigger so that we have really wide um, kind of hair patches there let me make that 10 and the base tip I think I can only make one that's the that's the highest I can no actually can go can I go higher than that awesome 10 and 10 that's cool so it'll be like hair like big thick hair strips I hope that's the idea and uh, styling well it's uh, I like the combed back style. I really like the, the, the combing tool. It feels really cool to do that. It's one of the things I really like about Marvelous Designer as well, that once the simulation has finished, you can literally tuck on the fabric. It's a very, very cool feeling. I think I got a comment there on my, on my Marvelous Designer video. That was, must have been a while ago uh, after Das had introduced the uh, DeForce engine. And the comment was, well, that's not going to be, we don't need Marvelous Design anymore. We have it all in Dash Studio now, don't we? It's like so cool with DeForce. And I just, I didn't answer that. I just thought to myself, yeah, right. That's maybe a little bit away from that just yet. Not that DeForce is bad. I think it's a really, really cool addition to Dash Studio to have that for free. Oops, oh man, I didn't want to do that. Oh, undo works here as well, good stuff. Scraggly bits there. I would love to see what you guys can come up with in regards to hair. If you have anything funky to show, uh, upload a quick video on YouTube or share a picture. I'd love to see it. And drop me a link down in the comments, I'd be really appreciated. I think we're gonna see so much um, exciting stuff coming out with this with this product <laughs> there perfection just call me the Dow
We uh, do we need clumping? Uh, clumping does we can't actually see what that does here, so I'm gonna leave that away. Random length, however, I like the idea of random length. Introducing that, let's hit accept, and I will call this masterpiece my second hair, of course. All right, my second hair. Technically, still my first hair version two, but I think you know my second hair is kind of cool too. You know, Christina, I really must have a look at the at those options in Blender. That'd be really exciting to to see that. I've never played with that. Oh, there we go. This is this is kind of what we're looking for here. So good, good sci-fi hair. I like that already. Sci-fi hair. This is. I'd like to. I like him to be a little bit longer now. Really, we'll do longer in a minute. Let's see what happens. Tessellation size. Just put that to two. Yeah, exactly. Biscuits, what do you think? Because it is, I mean, it is, at least as a starting point, this is a really, really cool time saver to get to this, I guess. From directly from Das Studio. Strand-based hair. I'm going to go and apply those, uh, those materials again that I talked about earlier. Uh, well, let's just try a color grid first, shall we? There we go. That'll give us a bit of... Yeah, so we're talking B, 3, 4, 5, and 6, all the way from A to H. Haha. -ha. That's what's being used. Very cool. Very, very cool. Oh, thank you so much, Thomas. I really appreciate that. Thank you. We're glad to have you. We're just trying to figure out this whole hair thing. Thomas, thank you so much. That's unbelievable. Woo -hoo, that is so cool. Guys, I'm blushing. This is exciting. Thank you so much for your super chat donation. I really appreciate that. It all goes back into making things for the stream, by the way. So uh, uh, with your donations, I was already able to afford this computer this graphics card, um, a stream deck, several hard drives. It's very, very exciting stuff. So I, everything I get, I always reinvest or either into products, into content or into software. <laughs> Somebody with a bit of talent could really do something here, I feel. That is so funny. Patrick, wow, that is so cool. Guys, that is awesome. If, if this continues like that, I'm gonna quit my day job. I'll do seven streams a week. This is awesome. Woohoo! You guys are so fantastic. You are a wonderful audience. I, you know, this is, this is exceeding any expectations. I've ha I don't have expectations. I'm just thinking, hey, let's have a good time together. That is the reward in itself. But this is just, my God, thank you. Thank you so much, all of you. This is really cool. Thank you. And the good news about the colonoscopy on top of that. Hey, this is seriously, I'm having a great time here. I'm just, I just wish we could make that hair a little bit longer. And thanks to the, the thing, we can just go and say edit. 
strand-based hair. <laughs> so cute. The swimming, what is, what's it called? The swimming, swimming, swimming dog there. Very nice. Uh, length, where was length? Was that under distribute? Where was length? Under style, perhaps? Strength, offset. Didn't we have length? Segment length. No, that's not it. Uh, better undo that. I did see length somewhere, didn't I? Or was that here? This, this here, that was. No, that wasn't it either. Distribute, that was it. Density, length, there we go. Length. I saw that, yeah. Biscuits, by the way, I don't believe that. I don't believe that your hair, your first hair, didn't look that good. I've seen your hair products. Somehow, I don't get the feeling this actually made it much longer. This really needs, we need so much, we need so much more documentation and work on this. Aha, look at that. With the right transparency map, I guess you get the picture. Let me go and save this. I just wanted to see what happens if we do we shall we shall we do and uh, and d four simulate that let's try that let's try adding a dynamic surface modifier to it and then uh, play range let's go and simulate and see what happens that should go much faster now see very cool still doesn't look great but it looks much much it 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 just works much faster all the hairs falling down what's going on scary <laughs> also think of tinsel in a tree like in a Christmas tree that's a good product idea for those of you who create content Christmas with strand based hair yeah so I think that default thing that definitely needs a lot of work um, good thing I had already saved it <laughs> Yeah, so that, that just needs exploring. I'm going to go and save this as well as uh, just my first hair, my second hair, one. Yeah, because the, the, way, the way I did this animation here, this hairy ball thing here, that just looked, that was, that was done by the same principle. So this was, uh, uh, this was done using exactly the same uh, the same thing so uh, I don't know why it's uh, such trouble with with people but uh, yeah that's how I, I basically did that and had defaults render all this stuff but it takes forever that is you know that is one of those things that is really all I can tell you right now about uh, strand based hair animation so uh, thank you so much for watching thank you so much for your amazing support I really really appreciate that uh, thank you for hanging out I will be back for another stream tomorrow for Subnautica Saturday 4pm Eastern Standard Time I believe that is 9pm in the UK 10 p.m. in Europe and we're going to do deep sea diving and we can talk about literally anything. Last time we talked about I don't know, killing the reaper, I guess, the reaver, basically. <laughs> don't mention the reaver, but we also we fishing with Jay. That's exactly it. But um, uh, also we can talk about that studio. We can talk about anything that you found. Um, yeah, 
that's basically just hang time while we're watching the amazing cinematic graphics of the underwater world that is Subnautica. Let's hang out on planet 4546B. I'll be your tour guide. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.